0: All right, so today I have David Colgan on the line. He's the Director of Communications over at the UCLA Institute of the Environment and Sustainability, and he's also just come out with a new book. So, David, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks a lot.
0: So I'm excited to get more into this new book, and also um, I believe you just won some awards. I'm I'm pretty excited to talk more about that. Um, But before we do that, let's get more into your background. So how did you get started in your career?
1: (laughs) Well, I took a pretty circuitous route. To where I am right now, um, my initial goal was to get into public policy, and I thought the best way to do that would be go to law school and practice, and then and go in that way. Um, it didn't actually work out that way. Uh, I've been a kind of a bit of career Taoist. I ended up graduating in the middle of the recession, had to work a bunch of really really um, sort of menial, you know, temporary jobs for a while just to make ends meet. Uh, eventually landed a job working for um, then L.A. County Supervisor Zeb Yaroslavsky, where I spent about six years um, doing all kinds of different policy work, as well as public communications around his policy initiatives. Uh, and that's really where um, I became a writer, I think, as, uh, you know, a couple of veterans from L.A. Times sort of trained me up on, you know, how to write for the public in a, in a journalistic style and how to report the news. Um, and, uh, and, and then, uh, when, you know, shortly after Supervisor Yaroslavsky turned out of office, kind of had a tough decision to make. Um, and, you know, one of the things I noticed while working for the supervisor was that environmental stories were really, really hard to get to connect to an audience of any size. And I'm not really sure why that was, but the problem itself it sort of intrigued me. So when I saw this position open, you know, at UCLA for director of communications at their environmental institute. Um, It just seemed like a challenge I wanted to take head on.
0: Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and, you know, there's some there's some younger entrepreneurs listening and, you know, just people that are just graduating college that are thinking about careers as writers. Um, and now, obviously, you have the benefit of hindsight and you've gone through some, you know, different transitions and variations of what you've been doing in your writing career. Um, but what kind of advice would you give to them, that person that's graduating that are like, you know what, I want to make my living as a writer in the writing field? You know,
1: Just graduate, I mean, so I kind of, again, I kind of came at it as a second career, so it wouldn't be exactly the same. Um, I think the one thing that would probably be most important is to focus on having that first job with someone who's just a really supremely good writer and editor, because there's nothing they can teach you in any of these schools that's going to make you the level of writer you need to be. It's literally, you know, it took me a, a year plus of mentorship under the, under a few people's wings before I was able to write to the level where I think you know at least it's sufficient. And then of course as a writer it's never fully sufficient or else you're not a very. Good <laughs>
0: of course, <writer. laughs> of course. I was going to say yeah, no, never. We're always in our head. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. That's right. That 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 comes with the territory. Um, so let's uh, let's switch it up a bit. Uh, first off, let's get into this new book. Uh, so tell me more about it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it's called the green bundle, pairing the market with the planet. Um, it actually came out in, um, 2018 towards the end of the year. Um, recently got a couple of awards, one from the Academy of Management and what, it, I guess the, the best way to describe it, uh, I could, by the way, I co-authored this with, um, professor Magali Delmas from uh, UCLA's, um, from UCLA's Institute of Environment Sustainability. And, uh, I guess the best way to explain it is that um, there is this sort of gap, right, where you've got your really committed greenies, like the people who are willing to, you know, eat that granola and sacrifice the rough paper towels and all that stuff, right? And they're willing to make sacrifices, right? You've kind of got them with your environmental products and the environmental message. Uh, And then on the other end of the bell curve, you've got sort of, you know, the people just really don't care. Like we're talking coal rolling, you know, pickup truck, drive in, all that fun stuff, right? Like the people that just like environmental messages don't click with them whatsoever. But the middle of that sort of like the, the the vast majority of environmental consumers are people. And this is, this is borne out by, you know, a bunch of studies that they first say they're, you know, they they, they understand that people are a cause of environmental degradation. They say they care about it. They say they're willing to, make decisions in the marketplace when purchasing goods or services in order, you know, to to improve the situation. But then when they get out at the point of contact, right, they they make a, they make this decision that's best for them, right? They don't make the pro social decision. They make the decision based on whatever their personal economics or whatever. We can all understand that because uh, you know, life pulls us in so many different directions. So this book is really a a set of strategies to reach them by bundling um, the pro-social environmental benefits, with a bunch of personal benefits that really kind of come naturally to many environmental products. Um, oh, that's awesome! I, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, so so the, we we kind of uh, put them in about five buckets, right? So one would be performance. Now that's like your Teslas, right? That like mm-hmm. they don't even really advertise the zero emissions that much. They advertise zero to sixty in you know three seconds or whatever it is, right? Uh, and then there are health benefits. You can think of like your organic food, your you know all natural mattresses and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, you know there are there are a couple others. One's emotion. It's it's, it's how it affects other people. Um, you know, up the product line, like maybe you know maybe or or animals really. Like how how is our wool raised for these you know garments? Um, and then there's status, right? So people. Drive Priuses, and 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 when Honda came out with their hybrid around the same time, sales were really really flat, while the Prius actually you know took off pretty well and became, you know a a real marker of like hey look I'm doing pretty well for the environment, and and that signal has value that you know that pro social signal has value it signals to your peers your colleagues um, that you know I'm doing right by the environment.
0: And so any kind of, uh, cause you live, I mean, you live in this space and so you have a different vantage point than most, um, any kind of trends that you're noticing right now that you care to talk about? Trends, uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I think there's, I think there are a lot of, I think the biggest trend is, um, just the absolute enthusiasm of youth in dealing with climate change, um, mm. You know, I think we've hit a moment right now where you've got things like the Sunrise Movement, the Green New Deal, where people are really considering taking pretty drastic measures as we're starting to confront some daily realities of climate change. You know, in Southern California, we witnessed the Woolsey Fire up in Malibu. You know, other places are witnessing storms that are of greater intensity. And, you know, our climate scientists, you know, so, you know, they th- their research shows that at least some of that intensity is due to, rising temperatures and climate change. So I believe as we start to experience more impacts of climate change on a daily basis, again, this goes back to uh, people being a little bit self-interested by nature, um, people will start to take more and more action. And I believe that, you know, the younger generation is really driving the conversation here. and they're, they're, They've put a lot of momentum behind the kind of change that's going to, I think, transform maybe government and social systems, but certainly uh, markets as well.
0: That's awesome. Uh so David, if somebody's listening to this and they want to follow up about your book, um where, where can they grab that and where can they also learn more?
1: Uh well you can find me um you can find me on uh, UCLA's Institute of the Environment and Sustainability website, which is ioes.ucla.edu. Uh I'm also on Twitter at L A underscore Colgan, my last name. Um but yeah, I answer, you know, I'm a communications guy, so I answer just about every mode of communications you can get me pretty easily.
0: That's awesome. Um, and we're in the book. Where can they purchase that if they want to learn more?
1: It's available on Amazon. It's uh, put out by Stanford University Press. Um, it's a, you know, I did my best to make it a, a really digestible read with the professor. Uh, and I think we accomplished that. So um, if anybody's interested in green business and things like that, uh, you know, I highly recommend it, um, both as a consumer of, of, of this content and as, uh, you know, a very biased co-creator.
0: No, that's awesome. Um, Well, hey, David, really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing more about your background, how you got into the business and your new book. Um, And to the audience, as always, uh, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, David, thanks again for coming on the show.